Welcome to the IT Career Guy Coaching Show. Helping you launch your new technology career, guiding you as a new leader, or becoming your own boss. Inspiring you to succeed. Welcome, everybody, to another IT Career Guy Coaching Show. I am the IT Career Guy, Daryl Wilkerson. So today, we're going to be talking about the the nitty-gritty, get-your-hands-dirty part of understanding and mastering your environment. You know, last episode, I spoke about seeking to understand by listening and observing. Well, today we're going to do, okay? Today I'm going to teach you how to map out your environment from top to bottom. So before I get into deep into the subject, let me talk about how I can help you. Go to my website, itcareerguy.com. Reach out to me. Shoot me an email. Fill out the little contact page or whatever. Let me know what you need help with. I'm here to help you. I don't care whether you're just getting started or or if you're a seasoned leader in the IT world, I'm here to help. So now let's get started mapping out your environment. Mapping it out. Okay, Brennan Burchard likes to quote an old Montana saying, The time to have a map is before you enter the woods. Makes sense, doesn't it? I mean, it's kind of obvious, right? You want to have a map before you go into the woods or, you know, once you get lost, you're, you, it's, it's, it's useless to you, right? You don't know where you started from. You don't know where you're at. You don't know where you are in relationship to the map. Even though if you had it in your backpack, you walked out into the woods without ever looking at it, and you get lost, you don't have a reference point of where you're at on that map. So it's very important. Have that map of your environment before you get started. You don't want to get lost in the super things before you bring out your map and try to figure out where you're at. So much easier to have it in front of you on that first step. So as you have taken on that new job, you're in this new environment or this new situation, whatever it may be, you want to create a map of it. So you're listening, you're observing, you're understanding some things around you, starting to get a, a good picture of where you're at and and how things are, are made up. Or at least you have this vague notion or idea on how things work. All right, that's where you want to start. However, every technical map diagram for any environment I've ever been in has basically all been the same. Just as you're going out into the wilderness, you know, go climb that mountain and you have this map, what type of map do you have? Well, if you if you know anything about mountaineering or survival, you know, you want a topographical map. And why a topographical map? Because it shows all the different layers of the landscape, the altitudes, how steep it is. So you you can tell whether or not you can go in one direction if you're going to hit a cliff or just a mountain so steep you don't want to tackle it. You want to go a different route, right? Well, an IT map is the same way. Look at it as topographical. It has layers to it. You know, if you don't know what a topographical map is, please just go Google it and get out there and look at it. You'll see all these little rings and lines all over it that the spaces between the lines shows the layers. And the, the bigger the space between the lines, the less dramatic of a incline or decline you're facing. Now, of an IT map, of an information technology system environment is basically made up of three major layers and it starts off with the network then it goes to the application and then the third layer is the client layer so those are the three main layers network application and client every business corporation organization has those three things i don't care how small it is or how big it is it's those those are the three main layers 
and there's quite a bit of distance between them. Those are some big lines, or you got a lot of gaps between those lines on that topographical map and between those layers because there are a lot of things that go in between them. So start off with a blank sheet of paper and, may, and label it network. Then get another blank sheet of paper and label it application and so forth. Now there's only one network basically, but there's different pieces of it. So big, you might need different, you know, multiple pages to cover it all or segment it up. But I'm get, I don't want to get too detailed just yet. The application uh, document is obviously, you know, you're going to have multiple applications in any environment. So you're going to want probably a page or half a page dedicated to each application. And then you have the client, which to me, the client, whether it be a desktop, laptop, tablet, whatever, the phone, they're the most complicated thing in a technology environment. Now, that's my opinion based on my experience. There's more things going on on that endpoint than just about anywhere else. It has all the core applications loaded on it. It has all the specific things to that individual who uses that laptop or workstation or whatever loaded onto it so they can do their specific job. There's a lot going on in the endpoint. You got the security software. You got all the stuff going on that you have to be aware of. To me, it is the most complicated thing on the network. So do not take it for granted. All right, now getting back to our map. So you have the three major layers. You got the network, the application, and the client. Within those layers, within the network layer, you have four main layers. You got the core, the local area network, the wide area network, and in the wide area network, I'm not talking about the internet, okay? I'm talking about the MPLS clouds, the point-to-point -point circuits, all these other, the WAN, the, the, the private WAN, if you will. And then the final layer, which is what I call the edge, would consist of the internet and customer or third-party connectivity. So that's your network. So you have those four components of the network. Make sure you include those on your diagram. Now, the application diagram you have tiers instead of you know, these big major components or topographies that you do have in a network. Funny that they use the word topography, right? In an application, you have tiers. Most applications these days, especially the major ones that run the company, have four tiers to them. You have the web services tier, which is basically the interface to the client because most clients utilize a browser to access the applications. Some don't. Some still use fat clients that are loaded on the client, which adds to the complexity of the client. Then the second tier of the application is the application itself. So the main program that's running all the functions, the different modules and things like that. Then the third tier is the database. Most, if not all, applications today utilize a database to organize the information, configuration information, and data. And then the fourth are the interfaces. Now, interfaces can be other systems, other applications, or just scripts and programming uh, that either the system admins or the, the interface team, right? There's in a lot of companies, there are people dedicated just to interfaces. Now, what are interfaces? If you don't know what an interface is, interface is what is some special middleware programming that goes on, scripting, whatever, that allows the application to share information with other applications or other entities. So you want an interface to be able to go from your HR system into your financial system. You want an interface that goes between your um, your warehouse management system to your suppliers so you can share order information or even the customers. You know, whenever Amazon sends you a notice that, hey, your shipment is on its way, there's an interface that out of that application, out of that shipping application that 
transferred that information over to the email system that then was able to trigger an alert or a notification to the customer telling their shipments on their way. So interfaces are an extremely important part of any IT environment. Do not forget your interfaces and how they all work. That's the glue that makes everything work. Extremely, extremely important. Do not forget the interfaces. So those are the four tiers of an application. Web services, application itself, the database tier, and the interfaces. Could there be others? Of course there could be others. But those are the main ones that you're going to run into in just about any environment, no matter how big or how small. Now, the final major layer of our topographical map is the client, and it has four major layers within it. You have the operating system. Uh, let's not forget the hardware itself. So I'm, I forgot that. So there's five. I'm going to cover five layers to the client. You can see where I'm going with why I believe the client is more complicated than anything else. Anyway, so you get the hardware that the client's running on. You can have multiple types of hardware out there in your environment. You're going to want to document every bit of it. You know, whether you use Dell, HP, IBM, doesn't matter which chipsets are they using, what speed, how much RAM and hard drive space, are there any standards amongst these endpoints, or are, are they all different, ordered for different purposes, no control over, no standards, whatever. It's going to, you're going to bring all of that to light when you go through your documentation and your mapping. So second layer of the client is the operating system. Mostly it's going to be Windows, but what version of Windows? Is it going to be 2007? You know, Windows 7 or, or Windows 10, I was going to say 2007, but document it. And document which patch level you're on, what version it is, etc. What the standard is, anyway. It's because it's going to be varying based on which endpoint you're talking about. The third layer would be the core applications that are running on that endpoint. You know, the fat clients that are on there that, that have to be loaded and kept up to date. The... Uh, the Office Suite, whether, you know, what version is it? Is it, when, is it Microsoft Office 2016? Is it, you know, Office 365? And then the third, or the, I'm sorry, the fourth layer of the topographical map is the endpoint security. Don't forget what antivirus, malware, or whatever other endpoint security, firewall, you know, type software is running on that endpoint. It's important to know. It's going to be a source of a lot of problems for you. Because it restricts things, right? Those things restrict other things from working. And sometimes they restrict the wrong things and makes the, in, the user unhappy, which creates a ticket to you that you have to go and fix. The next thing, the last layer of the client layer are custom configurations. Now, what are custom configurations? Well, it could be just about anything. It can be host files, and God forbid that you have any of them, but they find their way in into almost every environment I've ever been part of. Host files are horrible. Stay away from them if you possibly can, but they do exist. Be aware of them because they will bite you. You know, the network configurations are custom configurations, which includes host files. Um, whether it's a static or dynamic uh, client, whether they're getting the IP information, you know, dynamically, most of most use DHCP so they get their dynamic host configuration information that way. But some have static setups depending on their use. Hopefully you don't, but they're going to crop up. So you want to document that. And there are many other types of custom configurations that go on a machine that I can't even begin to go into. It's not really my wheelhouse, but I know that they exist. I run into them all the time. Make sure you document the custom configurations of the machines in your environment. I'm talking about the endpoints here. So those are the three main layers to any 
documentation mapping you're going to want to create for your environment. Now, how are you going to go about collecting all this information? You got to gather your sources. Okay, that means existing documentation, people. People are great sources, right? Maybe sometimes they're the only source, and other systems. Now, what do I mean by other systems? Well, there could be ticketing systems, there could be monitoring systems, uh, any centralized, you know, central monitoring or management type systems like Window, uh, Windows, Microsoft System Center, things like that that have abundant information that you can glean from to help you build your map. Now, how to get started with this, okay? I recommend you start with blank sheets of paper and writing down your own perception from what you have learned through listening and observation. Okay, and you've probably been working in this environment for a short time already, and you're already getting some ideas. People are telling you things. You're learning. You're you're discovering how things are laid out by troubleshooting or or working on projects. So write out your own perception right now of your environment in those layers, okay? Write down everything you know about them. Now take that, set it aside, and go gather up the already existing documentation and compare them. Where are the gaps? What what doesn't match up? Take it. Take your documentation and go to people and ask them, the people who are masters of their own environment, right, that understand their little world, ask them about their piece of your mapping and what did you get wrong, you know, what are you missing? Uh, can they fill in some gaps or validate what you're doing? Now, be careful when you do this. Dealing with people is not the same as everything else. Right? Some people are not going to be willing to share information with you. People believe in their mind the more information they keep to themselves, the more powerful they're going to be. Yeah, I know it sounds contrite, it sounds petty, but there are people are that way. I'm just going to say that most people believe or are at least threatened by others who are trying to glean information from them. They're thinking, okay, what's this person's motivation? They don't trust you. Maybe they do trust you. Maybe you already have a great rapport and they don't mind opening up to you and telling you everything they know. But if you're new, they don't quite know you. You're you're probably going to have to go introduce yourself and tell them who you are. And then you're going to start asking them a bunch of questions about their environment. You know, they're going to get protective. It's only natural. Let them know that you're there to help them. That, hey, that you're building up this map for yourself so you can better do your job, not theirs. But you can also, you know, you're willing, whatever you create, you're going you're gonna to share it with everybody. So everybody has this great new documentation that they can all lean on and use as their own. You know, don't put your stamp on it and say, you know, this is mine. Share it. Okay, this is information you're creating. You can share with others. Get, I guarantee you, you're going to get noticed. People are going to know where this came from. They're going to say, oh, yeah, such and such did that. And, man, they are such a great help. You know, everybody's going to understand that you were the source of this and you went through all the pains to understand how everything works. You're going to become that master of your environment. People are going to know it. They're, they're not going to want to go to the documentation, first of all. They're going to want to go to the source. They're going to want to go to you and ask you questions on how things work. To me, this is where... The rubber meets the road. Creating this documentation and your map of your environment, this topographical map of the entire environment of how it works, is how you master your environment. Once you get this done and you start working in it, which will be the next episode I'll be talking about, but once you start applying your daily activities to this map, there's going to be no stopping you. You're going to become the master of your environment and everybody's going to know it. So some helpful tips for you. This takes time. 
Okay, mapping out all this information, all these details takes a lot of time. It's a lot of effort. Consume it slowly. Don't be in such a rush. Don't be impatient that you're going to miss things. Make sure that you, you go back through it over and over and over again and add details. Over time, it's going to become a very complete set of information or a, set, a complete map of how things actually work. And it's going to change, too, from the time you started to you know six months into it. It's going to change. Make sure you keep up with those changes. But one thing to remember, it's going to take time. It's going to take discipline on your part to keep up with it. Treat it as your golden egg. Protect it. Nurture it. Keep it alive. Remember, this is not just something you're going to do once and forget it. This is a journey. You're going to continually updating this map and making it an invaluable resource for your organization and for you. Another helpful tip. Don't take anything for granted. Okay, Just because somebody said something doesn't make it absolutely true. It's their perception on the truth. Question everything. Something doesn't sound right, doesn't quite match up with what you've put together already. Really question it and dig in. Dig deep. Understand it. Now, I'm not asking you to understand everybody's job. I'm asking you to understand how things work within the environment. Okay, so There's a difference there. So don't get overwhelmed with all of this. Just take it one step at a time. Question everything. I said this in one of my first shows was, you know, you're, you'll know if you're cut out for an IT career if you have that natural inclination to question everything. That is a, a surefire tale of who's going to be successful in IT and who isn't. If you take everything, everything for face value, you're not going to fully understand anything. And you're going to be wrong most of the time. Dig deep. And last but not least, document, document, document. When you're building this map, Take notes. Document every little detail you can think of that you've come across, what people say. Write everything down. Are you going to miss things? Yes. Of course you're going to miss things. But guess what? You can go back through and fill them in later. Or as you come across them in your daily routines, write them down. Make sure you make it part of your map. So I hope through all of this that you've gotten a good picture of how you can go about mastering your environment through mapping everything out and documenting everything and how to go about it, how to break it down. Make sure you include those major layers that I spoke about in each one of those, you know, in the network, the application, the client, and all the sub-layers within them. As long as you have those main points down and you can start filling in the blanks, all right? That's, that's to help you get started, all right? The hardest part about documenting anything, to me, is the first few words, right? That first paragraph. Just getting started is so difficult. What I've provided for you here in this, in this show was a map of how to get started in creating your topographical map of your environment. So, if you have any questions about anything I've spoke about today, please reach out to me. Go to my website, itcareerguy.com. Shoot me a message. Reach out to me. Please, I'm here to help you. So, until next time, live life with a purpose.